When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're right, it's after the sex scene, when they become a real couple, I just sort of, I did still enjoy it, but it didn't match the first half for me. It did feel like a cut and stick job of two films. I was really confused. Yeah. When they were making this, this was a film that broke up Brad's marriage, wasn't it? And Was it? Was the, it? All the rumours were that him and Marion Cotillard were doing it on the sly. Hey guys, this is episode 89. Welcome all. Hey everybody and welcome to this episode of Flix Watcher Podcast. Today we're joined by Ems and Stephanie from the Mighty Foof. And we're going to be talking about Allied, as always, with my ally, Helen. Nice, very nice. Hello. (laughs) We are, of course, on iTunes where you can subscribe and leave us a lovely review. You can also find us on Twitter at FlixWatcherPod. Come say hi, give us a tweet and... Visit the website flixwatcher.tv for full listings of each episode. So all films were available on Netflix at a time recording, guys. Just as a bit of a warning, there is some bad language and there will be spoilers. You have been warned. Hello, film fans. Welcome to this episode of Flix Watcher Podcast. In our studio today, we have Ems and Stephanie. If you would like to tell our listeners about the podcast that you do together. Uh, okay, so our very jazzy podcast called The Mighty Foof. Um, there is three of us. So there's myself, Ems, Stephanie and the wonderful Emma. And we send out bi-weekly episodes covering all sorts of different things from prostate cancer to online dating, which is hilarious. Um, and yeah, we don't take ourselves too seriously. But that's not to say we don't do some really serious subjects. And we just try and have as much fun as possible, really. And our title of, of our name has got vagina in it. So It's got vagina in it, has it? Yeah, like foof. Foof, like yeah. a vagina. Oh, yeah. Do you have to explain that to many people? All the time. It's best when we're like networking at an event and like a really, really like classy man will stand there and be like, so what do you do? And we're like, oh, we do a bit of podcasting. And then what's it called? And I'm that like, oh, oh, uh, it's called The Mighty Foof. It's called The What? The Mighty Foof. Oh, right. And then you just see his face just like drop. And he's like, shut Why? down. Why? It's a great name. It's a, we think it's yeah. a great name. We do. <laughs> and you, are you fans of the Mighty Boosh? Yes, I am a massive fan of the Mighty Boosh. Yeah. yeah don't it. sue us. We didn't rip you off. We no, just we like didn't. You. We, we just like, like you. you. The moon. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> um, so, Ems, you chose allied for us can you give us a two minute synopsis and then finish off by telling us why you chose it for us to 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 watch okay i'm gonna try my best i want to disclaimer here that i'm not a massive film buff um i'm like a sunday evening film watcher i'm not like a 
know the directors and the lighting assistants and the makeup artists, film watcher. So I'll try my you best. You don't need That's to be. Fine. That's because it's Netflix, you know. It's Netflix. Yeah. Exactly. So, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. So, Max Vatan which is the lovely Brad Pitt, um, is a Canadian wing commander. And he basically goes undercover um, with, and partners up with um, a very attractive woman, Marianne, I'm going to get her name wrong, Yeah. who is played by Marianne Cotillard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they play husband and wife and they go off and they execute um, a German ambassador great um and then they fall in love which is really cute and they go back to london they get married and have a baby and then he get he gets called into like v section which i'm not sure what it is i think it's like a, a secret just um like get, to do thing. with a vagina maybe get, yeah. i feel like that's a segment we could have like, <laughs> welcome to v section <laughs> with a mighty foof um and basically they're just like dude your wife's a, a spy a german spy and then he go, he's like, no, she's not. They have a bit of an argument about it. And then they do this really cool blue dye thing. And then it turns out she is a spy. But in between all that, like a load of stuff happens. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yes, oh, was I supposed say. to say spoilers? No, no, no. no. All of that was a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. You went straight to like the heart of the film. Yeah. yeah. I tend to do that sometimes. Uh, why did you choose it? Um, because I thought that choosing... I was recommended choosing a rather intelligent slash highbrow film because we didn't think that a Pixar slash animated film would go down as well. What? Yeah. yeah I think, I don't know. Well, well the scores will tell, the yeah. tell well, when we get to the scoring, but yeah, so I basically, don't think we would have quite welcomed an animation. We've not we had one before, have we? Well, Pirates. Yeah, that was the beginning. Yeah, that was like nearly yeah. two years ago. Well, now I feel even more stupid. Damn it. But yeah, I watched this film like five times to get it right, by the way, as well. Yes. I mean, that's really Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's intense in the space of what, a week? Yeah, well, I had watched it like a couple of times before. Right. And then I like wanted to do a really good job and didn't want to just do my normal thing of like, yeah, it was really good. Is that why you went straight to the spoilers? You didn't want to ruin all yeah, the research? Yeah, I had to get it all out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've done so much And there's my research. Yeah. Ah, and I can relax. relax. Yeah. Well, I think it's definitely going to have some repeat viewing high scores from you. Well, well, we'll yeah. see because you felt you felt under pressure to watch it five times. The question mm. will be when it comes to the scores. Ooh. Are you going to watch it again? Before we get anywhere near that, Stephanie, <laughs> what were your thoughts on the film? I absolutely loved it. I actually watched it before we decided that we were going to review it. Um, in the cinema or just on when it was on Netflix? Just when it came out on Netflix. It yeah. literally popped up on recommended films. I love a spy film. Obviously love Brad Pitt mm. as a spy. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Sounds incredible. Um, yeah, so watched it at home and thought it was really, really amazing. Really engaging and total plot twist. Obviously, you've, Ems, you've now yeah. ruined the plot twist. But yeah, the plot twist that she alluded to so sensitively is incredible. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, just an incredible spy film. What are your thoughts, H? So, I need to get this out of the way now. What the hell is going on with Brad Pitt's face in this film? <gasps> no word of lie, this is in my notes. What is wrong with his yeah. face? I, I did not pick up yeah. on this. I, I didn't notice his, what's his, what's so with his face. So, he's, what, nearly 60 now, is he? Is he 50 something? 50 something. Late 50s. And he his, might have been early 50s when he filmed. This is uh, no, only four years ago. Yeah, not much. I mean, his face in this is really weird. And... <laughs> I th I th Actually, I had a real problem with Brad Pitt in this film generally. Um, I don't think he was 
well cast in it at all and I didn't believe that they even liked each other, let alone <laughs> they were, they were in love. Um, I don't know, I just found Brad Pitt was just really miscast and his face and... <laughs> yeah, it, it just, I just didn't think he was very good. Outside of Brad Pitt's face, did you, like, <laughs> did you actually like the story? Any other thoughts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I watched it with my boyfriend who really enjoyed it because he does like spy films and things like that. Um, and I was reading that there was, it, it may be sort of based on some true. sort mm. of true story, but right. nothing particularly official. Um, I mean, yeah, it's quite, it's quite, as a spy film goes, it's, you know, it's got a few little twists, a bit of action. Mm-hmm. Um, and set drawing the war, that mm. kind of thing. Yeah. A nice bit of period drama, even though, Everything looked like it was filmed on a film set rather than in any kind of real locations. Um, what, even their little house? Yeah, even like Hampstead. I was like, I could just walk down to Hampstead yeah, and check out where, yeah. where it might have been I shot. Know, I wasn't that convinced by it. Okay. It was a bit strange. Um, and I was quite surprised that it's Robert Zemeckis' film. I was, that's, that was a sticking point yeah. for me. And Sex in the Sandstorm, <gasps> I thought was a bit silly. Yeah. Yes, the I, camera angle on that was weird. Totally agreed on this. And actually, it really irritated me because I was like... Sex in re- the Sandstorm. Yeah, and I was like, really... I was like, the sex scene is going to be hot on this. And oh, right. I got to it and I was like, no, no wait, is that it? No. Because it, if, you, if you've been in that position, you would know it's not glamorous. And Sandy and Gritty. Yeah. And those cars and were not... things so, in like, the wrong place. That's what I, so that was my main thing was like... Well, not my main thing. A, I thought... That was your main thing, wasn't it? I thought it, it was like, <laughs> this looks a bit shit. Um, B, I was like, if this car's got air vents on it, there's going to be sand all Everywhere. over the place. Um, but maybe you just kind of make do, don't you? Because people have sex on the beach and that's never as good as you think it's going to be. So, um, I... Yeah, I think the thing, thing with it being Robert Zemeckis pissed me off because he's one of my favourite directors love like his films like to bits um we're talking about Back to the Future I haven't had it on this show yet someone come on and pick Back to the but Future is it on Netflix? it was oh okay I don't know if it still is um Who Framed Roger Rabbit is one of my favourite films yep. oh it's um, a great film it's I, my actual like childhood favourite film yeah. Jessica re- Rabbit was, has been my girl crush since day well she's been just my crush um, <laughs> <laughs> um so a lot of his films some of them I've just kind of not bothered with like Beowulf not going to bother with that. He tells a good... I mean, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah he tells fantastic. a really good story. Romancing the Stone. Yes. So he's got some really good films, but I just don't feel this is a film that was meant for him to do. It just didn't really sit well with me. Uh, I'm with yourself, Helen, in terms of the romance side of things. When that, when when they had the sex scene, another thing that I didn't like about the sex scene for me is that that made it, like, less interesting. Because the whole bit about them pretending to be a couple at the start, like, okay, now you go to the roof because that's what you would do if we had had sex and you've not seen you for a while. And, you know, Marion Cotillard, like, ru- completely ruling the roost and saying how he should act in different situations and trying to make him be like a proper Parisian and stuff like that. I thought that stuff was actually the most interesting part of the film. And then when they had sex, then it all just went like... It went a bit kitchen sink drama. Yeah, it just kind of lost that interest for me. Um, and when it came to the part which you spoiled at the start about... <laughs> <laughs> Is she is she a spy? I was oh, like, she's a spy. I was like, I don't care. I don't care if she's a spy or not. Unfortunately, I liked the fact that it said Highgate Street, Hampstead. I might try and find out where those places are, where they filmed if they did film. Um, but that was it. Yeah, I didn't really. It's not as good as I thought it should be for a film with Marion Cotillard, who's ace, Brad Pitt, who's ace, not in this film, and Robert Zemeckis, who is ace generally as well. Unfortunately, sorry, Stephanie. To no, I, that's I, fine. No, yeah. no, I do agree that his his. I've now really thought about his weirdly his unaged 
face and the, the sandstorm yeah, thing. Or I just thought, oh my God, they're going to get stuck. That's going to be the plot twist. Mm. They're now stuck in the desert forever. That's the end. <laughs> I thought it would have been more interesting if they had to pretend they were a couple all the way through and then... But well, with then, the baby and everything. Well, that could have been part of the, the thing. Well, that he was a spy all along, a German spy, <laughs> pretending to be Canadian, pretending to be Parisian. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, his accent as well. Oh. I mean, they have coaches for this kind of thing, don't they? For the, what do you maybe mean, French he, Maybe he's a French <laughs> But that's part of the point, though, because the Canadians, have you ever like met a French person speak to a French Canadian? They, French people, the rip thing the is shit out of, out of the He wouldn't Canadians. be able to pass... Oh yeah, you wouldn't be able to pass as a, as a exactly. French so person at all. People, they, the real French people would have yeah. been able to tell that he was lying and therefore is a terrible spy because he can't do... But that was her point about you're not going to speak to anyone Parisian. Yeah. You could speak to Moroccan because their French is, is different. But I would have thought they'd still be able to tell. Yeah, and there, there should have been some kind of... At no point do you feel that they're in any kind of danger. Mm. That's true, actually. When they had to do that, I didn't actually understand he, like, what they had to do. When really. that German guy at the start, yeah. that's like in the, the cafe. only moment of actual real kind of Jeopardy. spy danger in yeah. the whole film. Yeah, I yeah no, I actually really agree. I did, I did enjoy it. <laughs> I did, I did enjoy it, and the I think for me. You know, I'm all about the love scenes, and um, <laughs> I was not enough sex. Not enough, there wasn't enough sex, um, and I didn't. And I, I, coming back to the sex scene, I just feel like it really let down the romance because for it, it was a film that relied really heavily on tension, mm. tension between them, and then like this level of sexual tension. So you expect that romance to be as as intense as that and I just felt like after that I was just a bit like oh and now he's made her his missus and got her up the duff and now they're going to go and live in London yeah. she's got a penny on What? where's her day job gone? That's it. Is she going to go back to work? That she lost what she, what she was doing she seemed yeah. like the better spy yes. out of both of yeah. them it was almost yeah. like two she's more convincing cut and stuck together yeah. in some ways because that's why I say kind of a bit of a plot twist with it because the, f- the first half is a really, really good spy film, I think. Mm. And it, you're right, it's after the sex scene when they become a real couple. I just sort of, I did still enjoy it, but it didn't match the first half for me. It did feel like a cut and stick job of two films. I was really confused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, this was obviously, when they were making this, this was a film that broke up Brad's marriage, wasn't it? And Was it? Was the, it? All the rumours were that him and Marion Cotillard were doing it on the sly. Um, is that what split it up? Is that in yeah, the same way that Mr. Mrs., Mr. and Mrs. Jones kind of split up him and... Smith. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the, the, that's like all the tabloids went crazy when they were making this saying how like, oh, there was real romance on film. Though it's almost like they are trying so hard to convince everyone that nothing happened between them, mm. that they're... Not even been. acting like there's just anything between oh, them in mean, case anyone goes, oh my God, the Simmery on screen happened off screen as well. Okay. So that was, that was uh, when they were making this, um, yeah, they all had to like issue statements saying nothing happened, blah, 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 and we're really hurt that you thought this and all of that. Second plot twist. Yeah. But they neglected to put any of that on the screen. Which is a shame. But then Zemeckis doesn't, isn't really known for his kind of sexy films is he well Flight's got some some nudity in it was Flight one of his was it yeah I think so was it Romancing the Stone had some naughty bits in I'm sure I remember we're just checking now to see we're just checking so Ems Brad Pitt getting naked 
He doesn't really he get, doesn't get naked. That's what I was trying to think. Is he disappointingly not naked enough for us who that are fans of Brad's butt? <laughs> didn't didn't get that treat that much. But he does. He used to get topless a lot, though. At least. Yeah. Do you think? I because I wonder if it's it's he's not in his prime. Maybe so the maybe face he's a little and bit the more body no longer match. match. It did do flight. Yeah. yeah, I like flights. Yeah, flight's got a lot of, lot of nudity in it. Yeah. But um, the story is a bit more rock and roll. Yeah. And there's a bit of nudity in, <laughs> in there, Forrest Gump, maybe. There is. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about nudity for the rest of the Let's year. Just, yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Just, kind of, cast, like cast away. Tom Hanks doesn't really wear many clothes. True. So we're kind of hooked in on the, on the bit you were most disappointed with them. So <laughs> sex to, just sex, standard. And Marianne likes to get naked. She does. Yeah. Yeah. We so, haven't really seen much of no. her naked either. No, which... we don't normally talk about nudity on this show, do we? No, we haven't really had, had no. that many films that are... Well, under the skin where there's a lot of Scarlett Johansson and, and the erect peni. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but we didn't P-9. talk about it. Oh, the, the mighty peni. That could the be another P-9. side podcast. Like no, a, a, okay, no. A brother po- okay. No. <laughs> I was just thinking Indeed about who did. I could pull in to make that podcast. Also, really, um, Robert Zemeckis did um, Death Becomes Her, yeah, which, which is a film I really love. I need to watch it again because I only saw it when it came out in the cinema when I was like I 10. I must have seen it about 30 times. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it one of those things like when Harry Met Sally where it makes more sense as you get older? Cause when I, I, was... I haven't seen it in a long time, so okay. I'd, I'd go back to that, I think. All right. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to Allied. Back to Allied, yeah. So he did flights. Um, so yeah, Robert Zemeckis is, is just not a master filmmaker, but he can make amazing was, films I, that people love I was to surprised death. to see his name on the credits at the end yeah. and I was like, hmm. Let's talk about the plot twist. Um, the when, when he was called in to say, hey, we think your wife's a spy. Can you go check it out, please? How much did you guys believe? What were your thoughts? Were you like, oh, she's a spy then? Or were you, were you hoping that she wasn't? I was like, damn, that is going to be an awkward conversation when you get home. And then they were like, you've got to do the blue... I was, I was sold on the blue dye thing. Mm. That was like, I'm going to implement that in my day life now. I'm going to see who, who picks up on things. And then they... Yeah, I liked that. And then, um, yeah, I think I was... I, I think I was like, she's, she, I feel like she's definitely a spy. <laughs> I just feel like she was w- too willingly like, yes, I'll run to London with you and get married. I yeah. Okay. Like, mm. So, do you think she got pregnant on purpose? Yeah, I think that. Or was she willingly, because she was the one that was forcing the relationship more than than Brad, whatever their characters' names were, Marianne Bussejo. Um, But she was the one that was kind of trying to get him hooked on more than he, because he was trying to pull away, wasn't he? Yeah, he wasn't really feeling it, was he? No. I think he I believed his mind. I think I believed her, her fake relationship, and then. I think she almost just fell into the, this is quite comfortable, I quite like this, I could make this work. Right. Sort of thing. And then maybe gradually her guard broke down and she fell in love with him. But it wasn't this, like, oh, I've been so in love with you from the first moment I saw you, or this deep love connection. It was almost, this is all right, so we'll just kind of keep going. But I I think she progressively felt stronger about him. That's how I felt during the film anyway. And part of the the breakdown, I guess, doing the blue dye thing, was that he had the blue dye plot in place just to find out whether she's going to be a spy or not but also then he went around the houses doing it like visiting causing people causing who... a lot of death to people yeah, just exactly. to find out whether he whether whether she was a spy or not and that, that irritated me as well did it irritate you? yeah I was, I was like, screaming I was really yes, I was like, like just leave the piece of paper there yeah. <laughs> I was like I'm gonna I would be Brad Pitt in this I'd be like Oh, you want me to do nothing and stick to the rules? So screw you. Gonna go get an aeroplane now yeah, and gonna... go somewhere else and break into a jail. Sorry. 
More spoilers. <laughs> no, we can spoil. I was just joking at the start. Um, I'm going to see the man with no eyes. Yeah. That was really sad. Yeah. Is this is this Marion Bussejour? I can't see. Shit, I should have checked before <laughs> yeah. leaving the house. Yeah, it's Dave there. Can he can he see? <laughs> okay, good. Oh yeah, just tell tell him Brad's Brad's along. Yeah, Brad's coming. Or maybe just don't talk to only the side of somebody's face. Maybe yeah. actually stand in front of somebody and address them properly, and then you'll know these things. Yeah. Oh, that and he got that young lad killed as well. Yeah. Or oh, for the one that was selfish. being sick. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. yeah. He was so just cuter selfish. than Brad Pitt as well. He had more of a life ahead of him as a really convincing spy. He had oh, less definitely. Botox, for yeah. sure. And his body probably matched his face. <laughs> Always I, I, handy. I generally don't notice. I don't notice wigs. I don't know, like, notice people are aging. Unless it's something weird, like with um, Joe Pantoliano in Midnight Run, where he's like, he looks older, yes. like 30 years ago, than he does now. Which is like, that's a weird, that's obvious. freaky thing for it's me. It's the neck. Check the neck. Yeah, well, it's kind neck. of his, he had, he was bald then, but he was trying to maintain that he wasn't bald, so it just looked like he was older. Spray can jobby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, people who we know normally without hair to see them with hair is yeah. always it's, a, it's like a shell shock yeah. isn't it yeah um, right guys I think let's head unless you want anything else to say about this let's head to the score shall we I do have one very quick thing go sorry no, about that guys apologize. <laughs> um, I really loved the fashion and all of the outfits that, that for that me Oh, the beginning when they're just, in, when they're still being spies. Yeah. So 40s glamour. Like, oh. this is what I mean. So she looks amazing. And she, she wears that beautiful dress and she's got these lovely silk nighties on and she's elegant and sexy. And I'm like, I want to be you. And then she meets a man and does exactly what I don't want her to do. She's she then don an apron and dowdy clothes. And she's like, oh, I'm just going to sit here now and make you breakfast strong enough. And I'm like, no! Yeah, I mean, who, who on that kind of meal for a party? The for a party. cocaine party. <laughs> it might, I don't know. I was kind of thinking about it, but then it's like you can make a, it's a one pot thing. You just get a load of beef. No one's going to be eating that. Oh, I'd be eating beef strong enough because you get a bowl <laughs> and just like spoon it into your face with some bread, maybe. Nice. Like Although, that. yeah, you want some canapes as well. Canapes? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and actually, in that scene is the best sex scene. In the whole film. In the cupboard. Oh, yeah. In the cupboard. Yeah. When the couple come out and she's got her boobs out. Yeah, one tit hanging out. like, oh. And I was like, that's what we're missing. Like that's real that's sex. That's None of this sandstorm like party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apart was, from like the plane coming down in the garden. Yeah. That was really scary, actually. <laughs> I was a bit like, oh. <laughs> were you hiding behind the sofa? <laughs> I was. I've got a little bit of a thing about like planes dropping. And that for me, I was a bit like, oh God, oh gosh. Oh no, no, oh no, no, no. And then I was like, no, everything's fine. It's we're a fine. film. We're going to have a picnic outside. Do you think it's one of those things with this, with a film like this where Brad Pitt's in it and Marianne Cotillard, she hasn't got the same uh, stature as, as Brad, but I just wasn't, from the start, I just thought they're, they're going to be fine. I think you nailed it on, was it you, Ems, that said you had no no fear that they were going to survive? Yeah, there's, there's no, no danger in there's it. There's no danger involved at all. And was it yeah. was you that said that stuff? Um, and looking at some of the images here, I think Marianne is the better of the spies. She knew how to... Apart from not being able to get the gun going at the start, but she was she rocked it. She's the best of spies. She knew how to play the game properly, um, and she looked good with the with the costume, I guess. In, <laughs> the costume in, in Morocco in, in Casablanca. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just. I just wonder if it would have been 
a completely different film with someone other than Brad Pitt in it. Yeah, that's what I yeah, think. Yeah, sometimes think someone's stature actually, especially if they've takes got it to... away from the Yeah, film. if they've got to play a slightly conflicting role, mm. because you know who they are, you already don't believe that they're a spy because you know it's Brad Pitt and you know what he's been in. But I think with her, she I've described her in my notes as painfully seductive. Yeah. I think because you don't, because you're not as familiar with her or maybe haven't seen as much of, or I certainly hadn't seen as much of her work, mm. I found her slightly more alluring. Yeah, I think she's great. Yeah, I've I've seen quite a lot of her work. I think she's great. I will watch her in pretty much anything, anything and in. she always gives a di- you know a different performance for whatever she's working with. But I just I really struggle to believe Brad his Pitt. performance. Yeah, I mean his face, the way he was towards her. Just there's just no, there's just nothing there. He's a like bit he, bored, wasn't he? Yeah, he's just phoned it in really yeah um which i think is a bit of a shame because the the story's you know fairly agreeable and it just could have been <laughs> you know it's yeah i just he it annoys me that he's in this film right i yeah. think it's a, it's a shame that he ruined it he ruins the film it was like he was he was a temp at an office job that he really didn't want to be in yeah. and like turned up for work every day and was like I'm going to do bare minimum to get me through this yeah. eat your biscuits and then go that's how I felt or maybe he just saved all the emotion for like the last few minutes of the film yeah oh god no don't that last <laughs> oh no last no scene. yeah let's not we've managed to get all the way through that like, talking about the last scene so he said I watched it five times and I cried every single time oh really um, yes like bawling it's too it was too yeah the much. last scene is not okay totally broke me not okay wasn't expecting it mm-mm yeah. I feel like we shouldn't allude to any more. No. It's so, <laughs> yeah. You'll it's have so to good. watch it, listeners. Yeah, can, yeah it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. Did um, you not agree? I was just like, well... You'd lost interest by then, hadn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh, you doing the ironing wow. by then or something? I was I was watching, but I was just kind of like, oh, they've destroyed a car with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice car. You've just not the leather. God. Destroyed a car and uh, the car, the plane's clearly not going to take off. So no. what's going to happen? Anyway, yeah. we won't go any further. Let's head to the scores. So um, welcome to the spreadsheet of dreams. All of the scores are out of five. You may have decimal places if you wish. Uh, and we'll start with you, Ems, because it's your choice with the recommendability, please. Oh, I feel like mine's going to be a lot higher than everyone else's. That's fine. Okay, so recommendability. I gave it like 4.9. <laughs> Which, pretty high. I think we should just call it five. <laughs> it's because I was like, I don't want to give it a five, but I should probably just give it five. I think we'd give it a five. I would definitely recommend it. Fine. Um, <laughs> Stephanie. I've gone for a solid four because I would recommend it because of the plot twists, not because of the acting. When you tell people about it, are you going to say, stick with it because something weird happens or are you just going to tell them to watch it? And- I'll probably disclaim it or I might use my really, really exciting description of it earlier of two films stuck together. I reckon people <laughs> might go for that. Uh, Helen. Um, I can the highest I can give this I think is a three. Um, Burn. I mean, there's a few things I struggle I struggled with it. Um, I mean, I mean I guess Brad Pitt fans might like it. Do you um, think though? I don't know. Because I was wonder if people. Well, no one went to see it at the cinema anyway, so yeah. basically, no one was particularly bothered 
about it, particularly as it's, I don't know who its target audience is particularly because I I don't think there's enough spying in it and action in it to be like a kind of man spy film. Mm. But then there's not, the romance in it isn't particularly exciting or convincing for it to be a romantic drama. So I'm, I'm wondering, I don't know what don't film know it fits. is. I always wonder about people who have to watch like every film from a director or every film from a particular actor or actress because inevitably they've done some shit films along the way. And not everyone, David Fincher. Um, I've not seen Zodiac, but you like it now. Yeah, Zodiac's good. Zodiac's good. Um, but it's, but there are yeah. some people yeah, yeah. that typically, I mean, Steven Spielberg has got some shit films along the way that you just think, should I watch you, that? We forgive him though, don't you? Yeah, he do. He do. I'm not going to watch Beowulf though. No. <laughs> <laughs> but with Brad, with Brad Pitt, he's he's done some stinker films. He's done some amazing yeah. films. We reviewed seven recently and that's got to be high, high up there on his canon. Yeah. Thelma Louise is not his film, he's in it. Um, but he's great in it. I, d- yeah. I don't. I can't remember seeing anything that Brad Pitt's done recently and thought that's thought a, was that's brilliant. Amazing. Yeah, I think the last good film was Inglorious Bastards, which I really enjoyed with him. That's in incredible. It. That is a great film. Yeah, and that that was a it, while ago. Then it yeah. was, mm. and that's what I mean. And that's the um, when he was doing the Bonjourno accent in, in Inglorious Bastards. I was thinking about him doing this like faux French. Canadian Montreal Quebec accent and that's what I kept on thinking was him doing this crap Italian accent in Inglourious Bastards and actually doing a better hammed up job because he was supposed to be shit at it but here he was like he was shit at it um, so my score it's going to be low I think it's going to be 2.1 um, as a slight disclaimer for this as well I remember seeing the trailer for this and I try not to watch trailers anymore but the trailer kind of laid out the whole plot of like and then we think your wife's a spy. And I was like, well, oh, you were like, oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's the film. Yeah. And then I didn't know anything about the film, but I just knew I didn't care whether she's going to be a spy or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's what transpired in this film. I didn't care when when that scene happened. See, I knew so little about this film. I thought we were watching Fury. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> is Brad Pitt in that as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. he is. Oh, actually, mm, good Brad Pitt film. That's a good I film. Seen film. That. Yeah, Fury's, um, who directed Fury? End of Watch Guy. Oh, I want to say David something, but it's not. <laughs> I'll find out whilst we're going to repeat view and score M's. So five times. Yeah, five are, times. Are you going to watch it again? So, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, well, again, um, a recommendation so of five. This, this, well, I mean, we'll come back on it. This film is two hours and four minutes. So you need to be. You've spent... Ten hours. Ten, Ten hours of your life That's on this. really sad. Why are you doing that? David Ayer. <laughs> David Ayer directed David, Fury. Said David, didn't I? Yeah. The cast in that is just mm, so Shia good. I've, I've got a friend who was a stunt actor for Fury. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was excited about maybe seeing him and then realised it was a completely different film we were watching. Oh. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> and so, yeah, ten, 10 hours. Yeah. Well, longer than that. Ten hours and... 10 minutes yeah so I can no longer say I never have time to do anything because clearly I do <laughs> that's really sad um, I I actually was a bit like it's probably unfair for me to say if it's got repeat viewing score on it because I've obviously watched it a ton of times so I asked my partner and he was like I would give it like two <laughs> I was like really he's like yeah like two all round I was like okay fine and what's your partner's name um, it's Rupert. So Rupert, so M stroke Rupert score. Yeah, is two. Two. Yeah, he's like I wouldn't. He, I made him watch it for the second time last night, and he was on his phone and was like, "Yeah, we're we're, we're done with this." <laughs> Stephanie, I've given it a generous three because I don't really think 
you could watch it twice for your own enjoyment because you already know what's going to happen. Mm. But it would be quite cool to watch someone else watch it and then watch them go, what the hell? <laughs> I think was that it, would be quite was good. Was it that surprising though? I don't know. I just don't know. You watched the trailer. I didn't. Mine no. was a total surprise. <laughs> just popped up on Netflix, clicked on it. It was a golden, that was a golden viewing moment, but you ruined it. So you, you didn't know anything about it, Helen? What, no. You didn't, you didn't think the twist is anything special? Well, no, they were like, we think your wife's a spy. And I was like, oh, she's a spy then. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Clearly a spy. Because <laughs> it doesn't, I don't think it ranks up there with the great twists or great... I mean, it's no Tinker Taylor soldier spy. I watched that the other day. This is great because this is a film I actually watched of all the ones you said. I watched that the other day and had to Google what was going on because I had no idea. Mm. Oh, yeah, this is totally not, this lost. film is not yeah, that that's, complex. Yeah. That's, no. Tinker Taylor's a great spy film. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Really good. I must but, be really yeah. gullible because I thought it was, I was like, ooh, twist. I knew something had to happen because they couldn't just live happily like, ever after. Yeah, like in Highgate. I've, yeah. I've kind of seen a lot of films though, so. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot <laughs> of yeah. it. It takes a lot to sweep off your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I just thought, oh, I should spy them. <laughs> um, repeat for me with Helen. Oh, Sorry. Um, um, I mean, what one, I'm not going to, but you know, it wasn't, I didn't find it a painful experience watching this. <laughs> I think the thing, yeah, the thing about it being the twist aspect is when is a film that's got a great twist, then you want to rewatch it to see if there were any clues yes. leading up to that. Yes. And but this one, there's literally no clues. And yeah. also, they show you the clues in kind of a Brad Pitt flashback anyway. What? So when he's thinking about it, so there's a bit in the car where she's saying that. How about the feelings? Yeah, she. I don't know. She's a she good says, spy. Oh, I, because keep, I keep my emotions real, and that's why. That's it how works. it works. Yeah. And he thinks he does like, oh, flashback to that moment. Yeah. So he knows anyway. Of course he knows. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed having watched it again and again and again that there wasn't anything marvellous that I sort of got from it having known the story. I even went as far as to Google hummingbird symbol because that's on her on her coat, on her shawl. And I was like, what does it mean? It must have a secret meaning that means like something like... So you're like, know. almost like Follow the White Rabbit in Matrix where yeah. it was an Alice in Wonderland yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and then massively disappointed when I was like, no, they've just chosen a hummingbird. That's a shame. Yeah. Just a nice coat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for one. I can't... Be, I can't think I'm going to watch it again. Um, there's better films out there for me. Uh, small screen score. <laughs> I feel like this is a really personal film. I'm really invested in this. Please don't take it personally. Some people do take it like to heart. And then you get what I like sometimes is the defensive scoring. Now I'm going to give it five. Really? Uh, Literally, I'm now changing. To bump up the scores. Yeah, exactly. I'm changing my tactics. It's five all round from here on out. Um, Small screen scorings. Um, I actually did give it five. um, Just because nothing really big that you couldn't watch on a phone happened yeah like it's pretty basic isn't it there's no huge cinematic there's, no. a, cu- there's a couple of bits there's a bit where he first lands in the parachutes and he walks across the dunes i was like oh, that's quite nice i missed that bit <laughs> you, missed, you missed the start of the film yeah. oh that, that, made, it. that, that well. made it you'd have loved it if you just yeah. seen that bit you'd have loved it and then there's the plane crash and that was quite interesting that was good but apart from that there was like for robert zemeckis there's yeah, hardly anything yeah mm. um so you're giving it a five you say for giving it a five yeah there wasn't anything that if i hadn't watched it in this if I had watched it in the cinema I would have it would have enhanced the viewing experience yeah. and I don't even think well get to your score uh, Steph uh, thank you <laughs> <Cheers>. <laughs> and Denis 
and a knee and a leg thank you <laughs> <laughs> all essential body parts are present um i've gone for a four because i have a really small tv and it was fine <laughs> <laughs> helen um well I, i'm staying with friends at the moment um and they've got a really big tv yeah and it was i quite enjoyed watching on that tv made me a bit sad that um you're gonna go back to um, a smaller tv that's a smaller tv um <laughs> So yeah, I it doesn't need to be seen in in the cinema. Um, yeah, four. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do it four. Uh, sorry, five. Yeah. Um, apart from that intro scene and the and the plane crash, I don't think it's like a it's almost like a Midsummer Murders kind of setting, isn't it? And uh, the town, the like the Casablanca scenes mm. didn't make the most of it. Well, it did not look like Casablanca. It looked like a film set. Like the, if you look at the road, mm. it just looked like they'd thrown dirt on a wooden floor or something. I was not convinced by the location. Boo for the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, engagement score. Ems. I gave it a four. I have to be honest. I wanted now. I want to give it a five. Um, but then I did. I was. I was fully engaged on every viewing of this film. <laughs> All five. <laughs> All five viewings. You said Rupert. Rupert, who was um, who had a, a leaning into the score for repeat viewing. He he wasn't engaged the second time. Around. He was not. No, but we don't count Rupert in anything, so it's fine. Oh, you counted him <laughs> in repeat viewing. <laughs> no, no, you'll take your score. You'll, take my we'll take, score. We'll take the four for engagement. Come on, Stephanie. Nice big high score over there, please. Yeah, I'm on the same team. Some people take this competitively as well. But anyway, yeah, sorry, Stephanie. We're, we're quite competitive. Why are you this trying to make us compete against each sorry. other? <laughs> you don't need any excuse to compete against each other. It happens all the time. Um, yeah, I've actually, I feel ashamed of it now, but I went five yes. because I was so confused by that this is two films stitched together. Now I need to watch the whole thing because I don't know what's happened. I, I've gone five because I'm not, I'm a fidgeter, a natural fidgeter. Sure. And I, I think I actually concentrated, I think. That's right, you don't need to apologise if it got you... <laughs> If you got in the fields, then mm. that's that's fine. Not necessarily because it was awesome, just because I didn't really know what the <laughs> hell was going on. Because you were confused by it. Yeah, and I needed an explanation of like, oh, what? Now she's a spuff. Okay, fine. I, I needed to know where that was going. Hello. I mean, I'm going to give it a four. My phone was charging in another room, so... <laughs> <laughs> the Sudoku book was on the shelf. Um, I mean, I was fairly engaged. I thought it was a bit slow. Mm -hmm. um, and I was kind two of... Two hours and two minutes. <sighs> yeah, long, but, I, you know, I... It's the worst you know, that. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't, it was all right. It was fine. For, um, you know, I, it kept, I, I was like, come on, get to the bit. I wanted it to move along a, a little bit faster and it's, it doesn't need to be two hours. But, um, I, you know, I watched it all the way through and, you know, kept me entertained. Well, you're, you're contractually bound to watch it all the way I through. Know. Although there's a couple of films you haven't watched all the way through, haven't you? Maybe. Yeah. Um, Guilty. <laughs> I'm going to be three and a half. Three point three and a half points for the first half of the film until they have sex and the rest of it, like zero for the rest of it. <gasps> Ow! It? You were that turned off. I was just like, <laughs> literally like... And Kobe is normally quite generous. Yeah. So... Well, that's even I worse. That, I think that is generous. Yeah. Um, um, so that gives us an overall score of 3.47, which is... Yeah, that's not bad actually. Yeah, Respectful. Yeah, Respectful um, how much we bashed it. it yeah. yeah, we haven't really bashed it. No. This, this hasn't taken a proper kicking. Yeah, I think <laughs> I've been quite kind to it. Yeah. Okay, that's not too bad, is no. it? It's not zero. That's what we have to remember. It's not, zero. It's not the it's lowest, not so yeah. there we go. I mean, if, if it gets over three, then you're doing fine. Yeah. So can you guys sign off by letting us know where we can find you guys online? 
So you can find us at www.themightyfoof.com. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Mighty Foof. And Foof is spelt F-double-O-F. Oh, yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. All the ooze. All the ooze. ooze. <laughs> okay, that came out wrong. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you very much for coming on the show, and thank you very much for bringing Allied to us. Thank you for having us. Thanks okay. for having us. Thank it's been you. a pleasure. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. As always, you can find us on iTunes. Do subscribe and leave us a nice review if you feel like it. You can find us on Twitter at FlixWatcherPod and the website is FlixWatcher.tv. Thanks, as always, to the mighty people for their mighty, mighty tunes. And thanks to Brendan Russell for his awesome editing skills. <laughs>